All right, let's welcome everybody out today to episode 61 of Utah in the Weeds. My name is Chris Hollifield. And I'm Tim Pickett. Today we have a very special guest. I'm going to jump in here and introduce this one, Tim, just because uh, she holds a special place in my heart. She's my wife. I'm excited because she gets to share her story and kind of uh, integrate a little bit uh, of my life into that too. So listeners can kind of even find out a little bit more about my cannabis regimen by listening to her story. Yeah. And this was a good conversation to have, Chris. She has a great story. It resonated with me and I think it's going to resonate with a lot of our listeners because she's, it's just a real story. Yeah. I mean, like I, and I like to get to know people uh, who are willing to share some of the, some of the things that are hard for them. And, and this was good. Plus we talk about edibles, edibles, tinctures, making your own and like go through all of this uh, stuff. So if you're interested in making your own tinctures, you're making your own edibles from the flower that's here in Utah, this is a great one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so listen and maybe you'll learn something new. Maybe you'll uh, discover some new ways you can consume cannabis and then reach out to Chrissy. Let her know you heard her on the podcast. Say, hey, you know what? I enjoyed you on Utah in the Weeds. You know what we didn't talk about? And actually, I want to give her some credit now. Chrissy is the one behind the whole logo. Utah in the Weeds logo. Oh, that's right. If you have any merch that is Utah in the Weeds, Chrissy. Yeah, she's you, you the one. Thanks to Chrissy. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to bring that up with when we were chatting with her. I completely spaced I know, it. Totally there was so forgot. much more I wanted to talk she's, with her. She's uh, incredibly creative uh, when it comes to that sort of stuff. There's no doubt. Uh, any any housekeeping you want to talk about? You, you're open in Provo. You, you yeah, have... we're open in Provo. I mean, we are going to make, listen for the announcements on clinic openings south of Provo. They're coming. Uh, I'll have more information in the next couple of weeks, I think, on those. Now, the pharmacies that are opening up, we have no idea when Justice is going to open yet. I We've heard maybe mid-June um, on that and Bloom in Cedar City. Still don't have a, a hard line on that. They were supposed to be open already, uh, but we'll update you as soon as we can. Be sure to go to utahmarijuana.org slash podcast where all of our podcast episodes are. They're uploaded every week. Yeah, and if you're a listener and you're interested in coming on the podcast, I say this on every episode, reach out to Tim or myself. Let us know because we'd love to bring you on. Absolutely. We'd love to have you share your story. Even if you don't think you have a story, you'd be surprised because you probably have a pretty cool story. So uh, let's get into that conversation with Chrissy, though. Yeah, absolutely. This is a good one, you guys. Enjoy it, and thanks for listening to the podcast. I know you're my wife. I hear stories. What? When did that happen? Uh, I hear stories about that too. You know, we we have obviously consumed together and I'd love to even mm-hmm. maybe share some of those stories on the podcast. I like to call it the peace pipe. The peace pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, that's cool. But I'd like to even go back with you, Chrissy, to like the beginning times of you using cannabis, uh, how it was for you, the experience, your thoughts. Let's yeah. go back to yeah. that time. Oh, Well, once upon a time, a long time ago, I visited a college roommate when I was about 18 up in Washington. And uh, I was a very good LDS girl, grew up, did everything I was supposed to do. And, you know, I let loose this one time with a friend and she's like, hey, try this. Uh, And it did not go well. I was very paranoid. I had to walk out to the car and unlock the car to get something. And the whole time I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get arrested. Everyone's going to, like, I was just freaking out. Um, So I've avoided it since then. And what am I? It's almost 20 years later now. Yeah. And okay, I've just kind of rediscovered it this year. Oh, this year. Or last it, year, maybe. 
This is wow. Do you over think this that that, horrible time? Do you think that paranoia comes both from the cannabis, like the THC experience, plus growing up the way you grew up, being out of town, being at a friend's house, like all of us? You've done all of the quote unquote wrong things all of a sudden. That's true. I did not have a good like spiritual guide, did I? Right. Nobody gave you permission. It's not yeah. like mom said, hey, you know what? I know you're going out of town. It's going to mm-hmm. be okay. You can smoke a little weed and experiment. Had you had that, maybe it would have been a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you're, you're very spot on there. And I never would have thought about it. I just blamed the weed. I just wonder, this story that you tell is very common. Like yeah. the first time I tried it, I hated it. I was so paranoid. You don't when know I used what to expect. Yeah. yeah. The the unknowing, the I don't have permission, I'm doing something bad. All of that's got to like compound. Were you, Besides were, the fact that THC makes you paranoid if you if you right. like, well, use it, it out of context. It can, um, you know, it can increase your adrenaline and, and excitement levels, but excitement, stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. it's all very, it's all related. It's like sides of the coin. So did you do it a lot? Did you use cannabis a lot during that time or it was like that was one and done? Just that one night. However, watching TV was exciting when I was safe inside. <laughs> but, um, and you know, I kind of avoided it because I just thought it was bad for me forever. And then I had a lot of things that I went through and developed PTSD. And uh, I had to get really heavily medicated. I was committed for a minute and, you know, it was a really dark time. And uh, I, I went through years and years of lots of anxiety meds, uh, having to take sleeping meds to be able to sleep, and then also take blood pressure meds so that I wouldn't dream when I was sleeping because I had such bad night terrors that, uh, you know, it was just like controlling my life. And the only way I could figure out how to get around it was to start drinking. So I would just drink. You drank a lot. A lot. Heavy drinker. Heavy. I mean, I have like a steel stomach, man. It's like runs in my blood. That's not good. But uh, it was the only thing that kind of just really numbed it and made me tired enough that I could actually sleep. And and I leaned way too heavily into it because the meds weren't really helping that much. And anyway, I'm a hot mess. Did the and then help? This is interesting because it did help in one way. It helped in the sense that it allowed me to kind of release a lot of the heavy anxieties and be a little more present, like enjoy uh, what I was doing as opposed to worrying about everything else a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't remember it as much when you wake up. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like this is going to sound weird, but it helps you numb everything. So you can just keep going. But it's a big it's a uh It's like, like, you know, you're, you're like, I know I'm doing stuff, but I don't know how everything is right now. Really. It seems okay. And then when I rediscovered cannabis, thanks to you and, you know, fabulous husband, uh, I've I've been learning about get into that too, about how you, you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because I put a pin there. There's a point at which maybe the whole time you were drinking, you knew, I mean, I, yeah, I knew I was like, I just don't know what else to do. Like, and so you knew you were using it as kind of a medication. Oh, absolutely. And you knew, you know what, one day I'm going to have to deal with this. Yeah. Oh, the whole time in the back of my head. I'm like, like uh, but you know what, right now today. I cannot survive today mm. if I don't numb some You were just these. looking to get through the day. My my fight, flight, or freeze response has probably been at a 12 for the last, I don't know, out 10 of years. What? Out of like, <laughs> a thousand. One to ten, it's a twelve. No, I. It's but it really, my my fight fight or flight response is really bad. I still, poor Chris, 
have a hard time knowing when to react appropriately in situations. Um, but then learning about cannabis and the different, the different like cannabinoids and the different, um, what's the word? Strains or well, terpenes? Terpenes. terpenes. That, I always want to say yeah. tannins, terpenes. Uh, yeah. It's been really amazing because I found some terpenes that are really helpful and, and strains that are really helpful that actually calm my mind. What it does as opposed to drinking, which just kind of numbs everything, is it it kind of calms my mind and I can see what's going on. I can understand what's happening, but it doesn't worry me as much because I feel like I can actually calm down and think through it logically and then kind of talk myself out of being anxious. But but I want to visit that for a second because this goes off to a side thing of you, but drinking helps you sleep compared to cannabis mm. though. So that's oh, yeah. what that's, you know, I'm very weird. I have weird reactions to cannabis. I think, yeah. uh, yeah, I can't sleep on like everyone else takes it to sleep. Right. And I oh, think yeah. that's fabulous. Right. Cause I, I would love to sleep, but my mind, I think it's because of my ADHD. When, when I consume cannabis, I get very, uh, mentally stimulated and I just can't stop my brain. I can't stop thinking. I get very motivated, and and You've so tried sometimes all kinds of strains too. To I have this, right, like yeah. Chris and I have talked yeah, a little bit about it. Oh, about my strains. Well, <laughs> well, about your situation because right. I want to understand sleep, it. Because me, really. I'm I, right. Dude, I take a few puffs. I'm out. It works for you, and yeah. and I cannot figure out why it doesn't work for me. But I'm. I decided I'm just going to take advantage of it and use it when I need to. F- when I need it. And nighttime is not that time, I guess. Figure yeah, something else I mean, out there. It just goes to show you that everybody everybody has a different experience with it. And maybe one day you'll find something. I mean, Monday you'll be you'll I be like, so. hey, this new thing or this thing thing I made, this uh this edible I made, which I'm really excited to talk about, by the way. <laughs> um, right, like boom, you're out. Right. You're like, you well, know, you found the ticket. Okay. And, and I, I have been doing, I'm like really crazy and I've been really excited about learning how to, um, moderate everything and track it. I started like journals. If I infuse this much oil and I take three pills in the morning, three pills in the afternoon, how many, you know, how many milligrams is that? Or how, you know, I had all of the, all of the math broken down and I was tracking it for a while. I was actually doing really good. Yeah. And then I ran out of cannabis and I got lazy <laughs> and I have to just go make oil again. That's so bad. But I found for me that ingesting it works best for me. Uh, for some reason, smoking it triggers, seems, seems to trigger my asthma and my allergies. And yeah. so I get really bad. Uh, I feel like I have really bad allergies and wheezy. And so it's, you know, I have to find my method and I think there might still be another one out there. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because I'll, I'll invite you in to uh, use the volcano with me or something, and you just can't do it with your throat. It's so it, lame. It, it All right, like I'm going to tell you something else. Even if you can do it, when you are an almost 40-year-old lady who has had four kids, and you're going to smoke, you're going to cough a lot. And you know what happens when you cough a lot? You pee your pants. <laughs> and I'm just being honest, and all of oh, you ladies know it. Yeah, that- <laughs> Because it's like, I'm just like, mm, it's not even worth it. I don't want to change my pants. So. This is... I hear this, the coughing, <laughs> the laughing, the jogging. Do you hear, oh man, all yeah. the time? Yeah. I'll sneeze the, oh, and then I yell, can't jump oh rope. man. <laughs> Sorry, I can't jump rope today. Uh, uh, it's yeah. worth it though. It's it's worth it. Kids are cute. We love them. So talk to me about 
I remember when you and I first started even dating, you were very uh, intimidated by cannabis. You were very... um, How long have you guys been married? Uh, four years. We actually just celebrated yeah. our four year. We went to Denver for a four year wedding. Oh yeah. yeah. We talked a little yeah. bit about we'll that, how the talk. prices are the same. Yeah. I was, I was, was very, disappointing. I was very surprised. I was like, what, what does everybody complain about in Utah? This is, we have, we have a better in Utah. I mean, we can get into that. Well, I, but, yeah, uh, I have thoughts on that too. So, but I remember when you and I first started dating and, and, and got married and, and cause you've always been more of an alcohol person and I've always been more of a marijuana person. Uh, just because of the way it agrees with me. Well, it's interesting because we've we've discussed our differences there and yeah. why it works better for us. And yeah, really, well, I interesting. would imagine with your GI stuff, yeah. the alcohol, alcohol just it, just tears you up. It tears well, me I mean, up it, in the histamines and and all of that. And that I never really experienced. So I'm like, I'm just going to take your word for it. It makes you feel miserable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what made what made you finally give cannabis a chance? I felt like you were kind of nervous to really give oh it a chance. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I was so nervous because I just was so afraid. I don't know how my mind and body will react, right? You know, with alcohol, I've been drinking for a couple of years. I mean, I didn't drink till I was like 30, but then I kind of figured out which ones worked for me. And you know, you know, like whiskey's going to give you a headache because it has whatever and, and tequila's not. So yay tequila. Yeah. But with with cannabis, I have no idea. I don't know how I'm going to respond. And so it's more of a fear like, I'm familiar with this and I know how to live like this, but I don't know what'll happen if I try that. You, you know? don't know what the mind, like the mind shift is going to be like, right? if you're going to be yourself. Totally. Um, and I was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to like make sense or be spacey or, you know, and I, I was just able too to take care of my kids. nervous. Yes. And that, that was a big one. That was a big thing. Now that you brought mm-hmm. that up, I remember that she was very nervous. I was always like, like ah, I want to wait till Lucy's asleep or, you know, I was always right. like, mm. oh, but you weren't well, afraid to drink though. That's what's interesting. You weren't well, afraid so, to, to, to yeah. have some drinks because, because I, you're, I, mean, I stay more I cognizant. I'm looking at Chris and I'm thinking, well, he, he's a little high, so I better not. I better stick with something. It's more that it's more like, you know, I'm just going to like, I'll chill over here doing yeah. my thing. He's you doing tag his team thing. when you're a couple, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, you know, having a few drinks though would not pro- wouldn't like couch lock me, right? Or make me sit and think about one thing really intensely, or you know what I mean? And I was afraid I would get really distracted, mm-hmm. and and because uh, I hello, I get distracted. Have you met me? And so, squirrel. <laughs> I'm gonna and and I'm I'm afraid of enhancing that in any way because it's a super huge challenge for me. But I, you helped me. Chris helped me and we worked through it and we found some indicas and it's just been, I think I've really, really found yeah, it. How See, did that and, and I didn't even realize I was, I just thought, I didn't realize that I was actually making an impression on you. With it. Oh, I, yeah. I just thought I was, oh, you know, I'm being a drug dealer here. You know? I don't, no, I don't talk a lot. Adding humor there for people listening. I really wasn't trying to be a drug dealer. <laughs> no, my... I don't talk about my feelings no, and thoughts No, I mean, lot, you're caring. But I watch. It really is, you're just caring about your partner. Yeah. You, you want, I mean. Well, when I something her, helps I know you. Sick, like. I didn't you want her to, you know, and I remember. feel better. Yeah. Yeah, well, and you and want her to use something that that helps you, yeah. right? Well, this helps me yeah, so like, much. Why does this help you? Like, why don't you? You know what? Yes, like, I did that to my sister. Me. I was like, you should up your bupropen like I did. Blah, 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 blah. She did. She had uh, a seizure, like 
a pretty crazy one. And she's like, I'm just going to go get my tincture. <laughs> like after that, she's like, I'm not, As you know, the not sister in Washington. Mm-hmm. She has a sister in Washington, luckily that, you know, they, so they're lucky up there in Washington. Yeah. Really legal up there. So like, she's, it's really helped her. So it's kind yeah. of been nice to be able to talk to her about it too. She's still, she's super LDS. She's an amazing woman. Just carried a baby for her sister-in-law. So talk about how, how has it helped you get through your work day, especially through this last year with COVID, uh, mm. you know, when, when you switch to working at home, you know, we're, we're all here at home. The kids are at home. I'm at home. You're at home. We're that always on each other's throat. That in right? is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, uh, you probably quickly realized that you could quickly turn into a heavy alcoholic if you're not. Yeah. Which was kind of the, the 2020 joke, right? And That's not right. even a joke. It was like a proven no, like fact COVID, that. Yeah. COVID drinking. Yeah. I'm just going to day drink. I flipped. I flipped because I was like, okay, I'm at home. I'm in a safe space. This is a good time for me to uh, try cannabis and see how it affects. I don't have to like work, you know, I can just be at home safely and sit on the couch and think. And uh, so it was actually a really good thing for me because it allowed me to do so many tests and trial and errors and try the strains and try different oil infusions. And I had the time to do it. And I don't think that I would have done that if I had to keep going to work every day because I never would have found the time. It just would have been too stressful. So I I swapped during 2020 and I'm so glad I did because cannabis helped me so much when we got COVID. I could not make it through a day without probably 60 milligrams. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And and now I actually have... Um, yeah, you're dealing with a lot of post-COVID yeah, symptoms. Yeah, what they call a long hauler or something. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of my physical symptoms, probably all of them, are still here, and some of them are getting worse. So I'll—I don't know if I'll ever be able to get rid of it. Disclaimer: I know maybe I should try keto, but I'm not going to right now because I want to eat bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she's that realizing. Might help. I'm like, like maybe... keto would probably help. I—I I have arthritis, yeah. tendonitis, fibromyalgia, you know, and just everything your hurts wrists. all the time. My Talk wrists, my fingers. In, in... I work with my fingers, and yeah. they hurt so bad all the time that I can barely move them. And so, you know, cannabis has really helped me continue to power through and continue to work where I don't think I would be able to work right now if I didn't have it to help me kind of set the pain aside in my head and be able to focus on other things. Right. It's not that it takes away the pain, right? Yes. It's just Which surprised me because everybody, it? well, everybody's like, oh, take it for pain. And so you think yeah. it's going to be like a painkiller. The expectation is, oh, I take ibuprofen. It makes me feel better. I can't take ibuprofen anymore because it gave me ulcers. Yeah. This is good for pain. It should act the same. Uh, exactly. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And, and no one really talks about, I mean, I'm sure it affects everyone differently. Maybe it does remove pain for some people. Some people. Um, but a lot of people, it just gives them a break. Yeah. A mental break. Yes, that's exactly what it does for me. I, I always feel all like all the nerves in my hands and my feet. And I constantly feel like nerves on fire, even, you know, when I'm uh, medicating with cannabis. But- when I am medicated, it's kind of like, um, it's like more of a, a soft feeling in the back of my head where I'm like, I know that hurts. I can still feel it, but it's not controlling me. And you're as able much. to focus on your work mm-hmm. even better because you're not distracted by the, by the, by pain. the pain. Yeah. It's more of a, yeah. it's more of a, like, feels like they're falling asleep. Things that hurt without cannabis feel like they're kind of asleep. When I set weird. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what other people experience. See, and I don't know what other people experience either. That's the fun of this podcast really is to listen. I mean, I was listening back to some older episodes over the last few days 
And it's so interesting, the different experiences that we all experience, right? Because right? I'm like, man, so-and-so just explained a similar thing, but what they experience is so different than this person and this person and this person. Yeah. And that's why you really have, have to, to be able to thing. find your thing. Yeah. yeah. And we really need more resources. I mean, I know everyone's trying, but I really, really hope that there will be good resources available. I know, Tim, your place, utahmarijuana.org. You guys have awesome, re- like when I went into your office, you had this little packet and actually everything was so pretty oh, that right. I was just, I still have it because you have these perfect little graphs explaining all the terpenes and how they help you. And, um, right. it, it was like just, we take a few it was my, it was eye opening. Yeah. 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 But because everybody don't even has do different. That. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I get really cynical that there's so much money to be made in selling weed that nobody cares about like doing any education about like why we should use this a certain way or yeah recently we uh, we released a video about addiction versus is marijuana addictive or is it just habit forming and man people get uptight when you say well no it's not addictive but if you smoke five joints a day you're going to have withdrawal symptoms if you quit of course, well you're not yeah. going to feel great you don't obviously feel great. and people get yeah. so mad. What were they saying? That's, like that's they're different like, than no, addiction. I can quit. I can quit today and it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, you won't die. Yeah. But that's not having like a You'll feel miserable again is what will happen. You'll go back to normal yeah. and then you'll be mad yeah, about then it. You'll be mad about so, that. I think and people, I think people are scared don't want to admit that it might be a little addictive because they don't want their 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 cannabis to be screwed taken with. Taken away. Taken away. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want this taken away. I want judged. more access. Still, people are still... We think it should be legal. But look, I mean, you've got to have both sides of the story. Do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you you need to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So and Chrissy, that's what, like, is so fascinating. Like, the science behind it. I'm so excited about all the stuff coming out and the ability yeah. to actually be able to study it now. Yeah, I think Well, so. we still can't study it enough. I mean, there's still well, not the I, capabilities of... Truly studying it. I, I mean, we're obviously at the the um, tiny getting, piece yeah, of the, snow on the tip of the iceberg. Yes, of understanding for sure, which makes me excited because our knowledge will just continue to grow as a society. Hopefully, sorry, I'm switching gears here. Did you consciously use cannabis to quit alcohol? I did. Yeah, like I didn't you gave really tell. Permission. I didn't really tell anyone. I don't like telling people things because then I feel like I'm going to fail. So I don't really know if I told you, Chris, you were just kind of like, why aren't you drinking all of a sudden? Yeah. And he, he was well, like really confused. Yeah, he got really skinny. <laughs> well, and yeah. well, Are you sure you don't want me to go to the liquor store? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and, and I could tell he was really confused. <laughs> and, but you didn't want to you know. give it away because for fear it would, well, it would I didn't want to contaminate. Right? I didn't oh. want to contaminate my hypothesis. So I'm, I always, whenever I want to kind of try something, uh-huh. I'll get a notebook and write kind of a hypothesis or, you know, a problem statement. And then I want to study it without any exterior, what's the um, interference, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. or without anybody's opinions. Like, I just want to study the facts, see how it works out and then apply it if I like it. And so I, I did that a lot with cannabis. It was actually, it took a lot of my time. I was working really hard on it in my spare time because I didn't want to start doing it if I didn't have a plan, which is not like me at all. I'm I don't know off why on you. I, you're rubbing <laughs> off on me. What is wrong? I never, I never do that stuff, but, um, I forgot yeah, where but I was. You had a plan to use cannabis to get off alcohol, to yeah. quit drinking. And that it actually happened. So I, I got appendicitis. 
Oh, got, yeah. I got my appendix out. This all happened over COVID, man. Oh, she had to go in gosh. and get her appendix out right at the beginning. Right of, when we got COVID. <laughs> yeah. And when everything's on lockdown and you're like, so I got to go into the hospital by myself to get my appendix out. I was I, like, it was about to burst and I was making tea and I'm like, I'm just going to drink some hot tea. It's I probably have fun. gas. I'm not going to go to the emergency room because they're just going to tell me I'm constipated. You know, <laughs> I fought it for a while and that was probably a bad <laughs> idea. But this is what I did. Literally for six years of my life is like take care of people like that. And so often people would come in with burst appendicitis, septic. And I'm like, oh, I swear it was just, I just thought it was gas. It's hard because if you have um, like internal pains a lot, like stomach pains, you're just like, oh, there's another one. You don't really think it's anything different. But then it just gets worse and you're like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm I think really we need sick. to pay a little more attention to our bodies, probably, I would yeah, say. and ad- admit when things are bad. But the system should mm-hmm. be easier to access, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Like, you got to go to the ER. you got to register. You're going to be there six hours. Yeah. It's all day. You've got kids. you got other things going on. Like, that's not a there very easy a, process to right. navigate. It was very tricky. And and when I, when I came out, you know, I was sick for a couple of weeks with uh, COVID, And I was just, for some reason, I was like, you know what? That was like such a horrible experience. That was so painful before I finally went in. I, I want to start taking a little bit better care of myself. And like, I should probably like tone it down with the drinking, you know, just like, let's Mm -hmm. try it. Let's see if anything else can help me stay calm. So I was really doubled down on it during COVID while I was like really sick. I I got um, some gummies because I I had applied to be a patient. So I was already a patient Yeah, And, and just testing things. And it really helped me be able to get up and function, even though I was so sick. I mean, it was harder to do things when I had COVID than when I was in like about to burst with my appendix. I was like, this is harder because my whole body is just destroyed. And it allowed me to actually get up and sit for a few hours and work or help the kids or have a conversation with somebody. Cause when I'm in pain, I don't like to talk. And I just, I was like, I have to keep, I'm still kind of on that path. Like I have to keep investigating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's such a, I feel like it's given me a part of myself back that I forgot existed. If that's, does that make sense? Absolutely. Like I've, I've, uh, so you just found more of myself. So edibles, you were getting edibles. Mm-hmm. You started getting into the tinctures and the edibles. Cause again, let's go back to the smoking here. If you remember the listeners, it bothered your throat, right? Yeah. So it, it bothered your throat, even though like my That's why I've never been is, cool. Well, my preferred has always been flour, right? Like I just give it to me the raw, the real, the organic way. There's no additives. I don't have to worry about anything, right? And so I always- And that is the best. And yeah, ideally- Do you feel like the experience is better when you smoke it? You just just can't really tolerate it? Because we're going to get into this like you make stuff. Oh, yeah. I love making stuff. It's different. It's different. I My favorite, really, the thing that I found works the best is to take about- 30 milligrams edible in an oil or whatever, and then very slowly microdose with a vape because I can't take like a big hit on a vape or anything because it's just, just destroys my throat. Just like um, a little one here and there. Yeah. Just a little day. tiny one here and there to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. keep, keep, keep the edge off, I guess. I don't yep. know. Yep. It's, it, it's called because layering. Because they, they do. Um, oh, really? That's a yeah. thing? Yeah. Layering. Nice. Well, it, it seems to work better than just one or just the other. Yeah. I feel one or the Smoking really probably works the least best for me that I, that I felt because it, it doesn't have the kind of the deep 
long-term effect that edibles do have with my mind and body. And do you find that you're using an edible that is getting you, you're, you're getting a little bit of head change or you're, you're right at that level where you feel like you could do all of the normal stuff during the day. You're almost, I hate to use the word microdose with, well, especially with 30 milligrams because like <laughs> not, exactly milligrams <laughs> not exactly a microdose. That's not exactly a microdose. Thank you, COVID. I could not people, take that much before COVID. Some people though, 30 milligrams is a microdose, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about a dose that you, you take because you know, that's kind of a baseline. Yes. That's a good baseline dose for me. And then I can add to it a little bit here and there with something inhaled if I need to. Yeah. That's exactly what I, what I've, what I found works the best for my situation. And, um, you know, I've, I've tried different strains been studying different strains and then I'll try them in different oils and see how I respond to those and taking notes and, you know, um, where are you getting most okay, of your information yes. though, for like note taking? Cause I know, I mean, you, a have, good question. you have books and I mean, is it just all I do over have books. Google? Okay. Or? When I went in for my first appointment to get my card at your uh-huh. office, my provider recommended this book, um, women in cannabis, women. It's like, yeah, a woman's guide to cannabis. Yeah. And she kind of walked me through it and explained a lot of things to me. And she's like, you have to get this book. So I got that book. And it's the one I got you for Christmas. Right? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it for Christmas yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you. It's super pretty. It's like the cutest book in the world. And it's very informative. It's a lady who's been making things to help people for a long time and, and actual experiences. And then she gives recipes and explains why. Like I found out, I think from her, that emu oil is the best lotion to absorb into your skin. So if you want to make a topical, you should infuse emu oil. And you need to have a carrier oil, like a menthol or something, or it will not help pull the THC into your bloodstream as as well. Hmm. So there's mm-hmm. all these little tiny tricks that I've learned from reading books and some internet. Like it has to be a real site, you know? Sure. Like you go read a blog post and then got to go confirm it somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, you, Whoa, that's a great idea. Is that really true? I'm going to go double check it three <laughs> or like four times. You start at Reddit, right? And then, right. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, it's, down the rabbit it's hole. It's like when you came to Chris, do you know if you eat mangoes, you can get a better high? Yeah, I did. Right? I got what so excited. Except I hate mangoes. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know mangoes, you know, could affect that. But then aren't there like terpenes and mangoes and that's what mm-hmm. does it yeah. it's just so interesting yeah it's just terpenes and mangoes and that would it would adjust the absorption time hmm. and like sativas like lemonine will will make things absorb a little faster sativas oh, tend to lemonine. hit a little hard yeah that's talk, well let's talk about that let's so you let's talk about making things yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. so like, you, we got it you did some research on a levo you got the levo yes, too let's talk I about did. that for the listeners so people that are listening mm-hmm. might even be interested to know about the levo because we've had two levos go on yeah and i've only okay this is sad because i really wanted to love levo so levo is um it looks like a coffee machine but it's a, an infusion machine for oils and whatever kind of herbs you would prefer to use mm-hmm. so i've been i got one and started making oils. I think I was able to make four batches. And not big ones either though. Not big ones. No. Like Okay. How with, much are we talking? An eight? Mm, probably two eights. What is that? One fourth? Quarter. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> like, I don't a do of, math. <laughs> got it. So like a quarter so to about a quarter. a quarter cup of um, MCT oil. So okay. Because you want it really dense. Otherwise, you have to just take a ton of it. Do you buy the MCT oil, like the clear MCT oil at Costco? Mm-hmm. That is literally exactly the one I use. Yeah. yeah with a little spray. 
Yep. It's freezing yep. there. You spray it in I there. love it. <laughs> Not Squeeze messy. Yeah. And then, so, and then, oh, and then I learned about the sunflower less, 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 less thin. I don't want to say words. Yeah. Less thin and how that helps. And, and I tried different ratios of less thin with different, you know, different amounts of, uh, flour, flour and MCT oil. And it you was can so much the fun. strength of your oil based on how much oil you use. Yes. Yeah. The Not more, the more oil to cannabis, the weaker. Yes. Do you, did you find like a calculator online? Lots of them. I I found about three or four calculators and then I would use each one of them every time and see which one it, you know. Are they different? They're different. Well, they're different because they calculate differently. So they, they're trying to come up with different outcomes based on the information you give them. So it's like uh, one of them would tell you in a dose, if you put everything in, what a dose would be. And how big, like oh, okay. if, it, if it's a half teaspoon, here's how much is in it. Uh, and then another one, I, it did it backwards and it really confused me. Like it, it only told you how much was in all of it, but then you couldn't break it down. It was really weird and I, and it didn't make sense. And I tried it forever and ever. And then, so I kind of like studied calculators and then found one that made sense to me. Got it. Yeah. This is another reason why people don't make their own edibles. It's a lot and it gets really expensive because you have to do so much trial and error and you have to continue to buy these things. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, right, I and you're using, so much you money. just use an eighth of, of flour mm-hmm. or a quarter. And it lasts about a week, I would say an eighth in, yeah, in yeah. an oil. Uh huh. Um, for you. For me. For yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah, everyone's different. So you make this oil and then you have, you have essentially your own strain, your own strain. Does your house stink? Mm, sometimes there's sometimes and it, that's a touchy subject <laughs> with me because i learned you don't want to point out because she gets very self-conscious oh. and bring up that it smells You're like oh it smells dank and okay well th- this is a different thing tim and this is this is actually something i'd love to talk about too and i we, I don't want to get too sidetracked let's get all the Chrissy skeletons and I come out. from two different worlds chrissy doesn't understand that if it smells like marijuana then you got to be a little concerned because you don't want the neighbors to smell it chrissy comes from a world of well, why is this illegal? It's a why plan. is this? You know what I mean. She right. doesn't understand why it's something to be concerned about. Like, what if the neighbor comes and knocks on the front door and wants to come inside? It's like, what's that smell? Oh, wow. You know. And here's the problem with me. I'd be like, oh, that's my cannabis oil. You know, like I'm just whatever. Because you come from a different world. Because I do. You're, you're more of a new school person. Very. So you don't understand the the, the repercussions. I don't have the fear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I should have. No, well, I have a little more. I should have a little should. more. I mean, society should be more like that, right? Like you walk in, you're like, oh, it smells like skunks in here. You must be making medicine. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like, right? What's the big deal? But I'm the type of person that's like, oh, that's oh, wow. two yeah. or three years strong. in jail. Right? <laughs> See, I, I'd be making it and Chris would come I, into the kitchen and go, oh, man, it stinks in here. Yeah. yeah. And I'd just like get all mopey and walk away. And, and I didn't realize I wasn't trying to be insulting. It was no, just, you're just like, wow, wow it's strong. It that's some strong. potent, skunky, it doesn't take pungent very, stuff. Right. It doesn't take very long to for you to for the nose to um like oh, yeah. get used to it and you're fine. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I've that's gone the home problem. from uh yeah. from like Zion. If I was visiting somewhere. <laughs> Your wife's like, whoa. Right, you're like, oh my gosh. Or or my daughter, she gets in the car and she's like, Oh my gosh, it smells like skunks in here, Dad. That is really tough. And it's like, you know, but I think people who are a little more naive like me think, oh, well, I'm going to make it in the oil and I'll just be able to like open the windows and air it out really quick, just like any other herb. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, I'm sitting here hoping I can make it and it won't bother anyone and nobody will notice. And then when someone points it out, I get all like butthurt. But anyway, it doesn't back, <laughs> back to your question, Tim. It doesn't smell horrible. The Levo does a pretty good job masking. There's only a it few, does. There's it only a few moments during there. I think when you're opening the canister for a yes. second, it lets out a whiff. And you can never scrub the smell off of it. No, because it's so. silicone, right? Yeah. It has silicone and the metal parts. even. Yeah. Oh, oh, metal. Well, some silicone parts and some metal. Both. Hmm. So if you try the different colors, you've had three Levos? Well, that's explained too, but they're all broken. Yeah, they're all broken. So are you switching over to the, um, there's a few other ones. Um, There's one that's purple. That's the one I want. Yeah. That's I the one I was showing you. The name of it. Yeah, yeah. You guys oh, talked shoot, about it on I a, could, on a previous episode and that's how I found out about it. I wouldn't even it, know I where think. to start Googling. I said, I um, could Google it, but. Oh my gosh. I don't remember the name of it, but it's purple and it looks like a thermos, right? Yes. And you put it in and it kind of, it's like an all-in-one, like a yeah, thermos all, that you, you just. You put it in, you put the, use. you put your weed in there and then you, uh, you push go. But now you haven't really made anything for a while, right? No, I started using our Instapot. Yeah. Um, because both of the Levo. So my first Levo broke and I wrote and I'm like, can I trade it in? What can I do? And they're like, well, it's COVID. Keep it. We'll send you a new one. So I got another one and I was like, holla. Yeah. I mean, one doesn't work, but hey, two Levos. Yeah, you got two of them. And then I made three batches of oil and the second yeah. Levo stopped turning on. <laughs> and so I'm just really bummed because I want to love it. I it's such a great product. How it's so can cool. This be so hard? But you're not the only one mm-hmm. who deals with this. I mean, no, if you go to the Levo common. Facebook group, I would say 90% of the people in the Facebook group are, are like pissed. this thing the, They should the be door using broke or... more um solid materials yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying. But they're right? trying. They're hopefully, exactly. you know, when they rebrand as a different name and delete that Facebook page, it will all be fine. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be okay. But right, yeah, so, so the one, but I gave it a, a good try. Ones. Um, magic butter or something. Yeah, there's that, the magic butter machine. I've heard of the magic butter. Yeah. I've heard yep. that's good for big batches, but mm-hmm. in in all reality, when am I going to have enough money to make a big batch? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Like, a, I, like oh, know. I'm going to put a whole ounce in there. That, I feel More like commercial. you need to go. Yeah. We need to grow our own. Yeah. That is what I cannot wait for. I can't wait till we can actually grow our own because I'd really like to even make raw smoothies. You know, mm, yeah. it, it would be so great to add it as greens to things without decarb. decarb. Yeah, Words you- are so hard, you guys. Decarboxylating it. Mm-hmm. And there's still a lot of health benefits. Yeah, you could decarb it slightly too. You could do things like you're going to get some of the raw effects, but you're going to decarb just like really lightly. There's huh. some teas you can make that are that way. Really? Uh, they make an, there's an Indian tea called bong that's, uh, it's really lightly decarbed. It's called bong. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. I'm Yeah, but it's like uh it's a tea that's only lightly decarboxylated, so it's not it's not super psychoactive. Now if you overcook the tea, no guarantees. <laughs> See that I I need to learn more about but that. See stuff like that. I mean, you would really like. Oh, I would love it. See, I I've just been mixing the oil into um like chais or matcha tea and uh, or taking the leftovers after I make the oil and soaking them like a tea bag in a coffee mm. or something to absorb what, what's left over. Almost now we're talking about like the tannins. Ooh, uh, is that what we're seeing? Uh, I don't I know guess. what it is, but it's lovely. Like a plant. You're making a yeah. tea. So, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. I'm just fascinated by this, uh, <laughs> by this cooking your own stuff. So the Instapot, what the oh, hell? Yeah. So have you heard of people using an Instapot? No. Oh okay. man. I will I mean, figure oven, it out if I need to. The oven seems like that would just make your house stink. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, just I've never open. tried the oven. 
I mean, that's just a recipe for the neighbors. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I'm like, cops. I think it would be the best way to do it because you can evenly distribute everything and, you know, but. How about the Instapot? Meh. Can you control the temperature? You can. Uh, well, kind of. So I use a pressure cook setting and you pressure cook it on high, which is, I believe, 250 degrees. You learned this on the internet. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes. YouTube's the greatest search engine. All right. Um, so you put it in the Instapot. Uh-huh. You So I put the raw flour in the Instapot. Don't grind it. In I, like a mason I used to jar, grind though. it. In like a mason, a mason jar. A mason jar with a screwed on lid, right? So you have a lid on the mason jar. In a couple jar. of cups oh, of water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's like pressurizing. It's like... um. I don't know. It's cooking. It's cooking the water and yeah. heating the flour. I got it. You know, I'll break it up with my hands because if I use a grinder, I used to use a coffee grinder, but it's so sticky you couldn't get everything out of it. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, and you really just need to get enough surface area for the oil to to grab onto stuff. So you don't have to have really fine grinds. Is the oil inside the jar already? No, but I have heard people do that. So first, I put in, uh, I put it in on high for about. I want to say 40 minutes. And so it cooks it at 250 degrees for 40 minutes. And that is supposed to perfectly decarboxylate it. And then I open it up and put the oil in and the sunflower lecithin and shake it and, you know, top it off, put it back in and then put it in for another 40 minutes at high pressure. I mean, it's worked for me. I think I do like the quality that the Levo made. The quality of oil the Levo made was really nice. But this works. Do you put any flavoring in your oil? No. Should a little, I? A little blueberry, a little strawberry. Well, no, I, mean, I, I never Just because the to. tincture, you're essentially making the same thing. They I could put a little though. vanilla extract in there, right? Make it huh. I, vanilla. Can you really make it taste better, though? I mean, well, it I think does like not taste the, great. The two flavors I've, I've tasted are peppermint or cinnamon. Like something strong. Oh, kind of like an overpowering. Yeah, something that'll basically mm. overpower the skunk and dirt. Interesting. I, I'm going to try that next time because it, it usually just tastes like dirt and bad sunflower seeds mm. because the sunflower lecithin is not good tasting either. Sunflower uh, oil is strong, like yeah. strong tasting. You do like a half a teaspoon and it takes over, man. It's crazy. So what about the strains are different? Can you tell like, oh, I have a, I have this oil that I like to use for this type of day and this type of pain and you can tell a a big difference between your oils? Yes. I mean, I have kind of fallen off the wagon with the testing of the oils, but when I was, you know, really testing everyone I could get my hands on, I found that typically I don't handle sativas very well, but if I make an oil, a sativa into an oil, it's kind of a perfect daytime edible for me because it doesn't make me as anxious as smoking it would. But it gives me the clarity and energy to kind of continue doing things. And then, you know, like if I just want to, I don't know, relax. I, I like indica you because it's just nice. Like, she uses this <laughs> like, face like relax. Like what? Relax? I don't know Is what it? that really means. <laughs> hey, some, of us, some of us, you know, <laughs> it's, it's tough thing. to know that it's okay to just lay back and relax. <laughs> well, it's because usually at night I'm like, we quote unquote relax, but I'm still working. Like I'm always on the computer working. And so when I'm in my relaxed working mode, I like to, uh, (laughs) like fatso fatso was a good one. I made oil with fatso and that was, there's some people out there who are going to listen to this are like, Oh my God, that's blasphemy. 
Oh, you've changed. Oh, because fatso I, into something oh, that it's. Oh, <laughs> that, hey, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight for it. I am very weirdly medicinally obsessed with That's it. That's a cool. You know? um, there were some great ideas that happened with the fatso oil. I bet. Yeah, probably. Can't remember now, but I'm sure they were great. Yes. I've been I've been killing it in the brain department lately. <laughs> Except for talking. Your creative brain definitely comes out a lot more Mm -hmm. when you, when you consume. It it helps more than any of the ADHD medications I've ever been on either. Like it helps with my anxiety more than all of those drugs. It helps with my ADHD, you know, PTSD, my pain. Like it really helps in a better way than all of them. If cannabis was a hundred percent legal and we were able to grow our own I mean, would it, would it be safe to say that you would probably be able to get off all your, all any sort of psych medication, like any sort of your medication, right? I think so. Would you say it's just because of the cost, because of all of that, that makes it hard to consume the amount you need? Yeah. Well, and I have thought about this because I don't know, and Tim, maybe you would know more about this. Um, I don't know how THC affects people who have lower um, serotonin production. So I have very low so serotonin production, and so I take serotonin, uh, yep. whatever. And I don't know if I weaned off those, if I replaced it with cannabis. I mean, I would have to stay very consistent. It's I could a different not forget. Pathway. So yeah. THC usually works in a dopamine pathway, which is more of a reward pathway. And serotonin is that depression pathway. Hmm. So it's a little different. So it's hard to know. Different people would be affected differently because sometimes I would say, you know, maybe the serotonin is affected. You just don't feel good in general. And you can fix that by increasing the serotonin. But if you could use something else, then you wouldn't need an increase in serotonin. So I'm not saying that That's it's cool. impossible. I'm just saying they work in different pathways. So it's like it using weed to get off likely. alcohol, <laughs> right. using dopamine to get off serotonin. <laughs> yes. So not okay. quite a one for one trade off. It's not, right. it's not, I'm oversimplifying it. Well, kind of, but really not. All you want to do is feel better. All you want to do is do more that you want to do. So whatever you've got to, whatever you've got to take or supplement with to make that happen is what you should do. And I'm going to qualify that by. Because, of course, you don't want to go, you know, snort Coke if that's what the path that is. That makes me right? feel great. What are you talking about? <laughs> I got some medicinal <laughs> Coke in here. But, you have, but what I'm saying is, like, the most natural way you can do that is with the least amount of, like, outside inputs. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Where you're just deciding for yourself. Yeah. You're deciding for yourself and you're using the products that you feel are the best for you and you're just moving forward. You're, mm-hmm. you're moving forward to feel better. Right now, you don't have access to exactly that in a, in a totally natural way. So the choices are, you know, some, some pharmaceuticals and some natural stuff. Yeah, maybe down the road, 10 years, we find out more and you can move from, you can move to all natural stuff. Which would be so killer. Which is which is cool that you're doing the like the journaling and the trial and error, but giving Not yourself permission. Yeah. <laughs> you're but. doing it way more consistent than most. And giving yourself permission to do it is most of the battle. Yeah. Right? Like you we can talk feel to really people guilty. all the time. And this guilt and shame and yeah. this idea that it's I mean, still we talk about the kitchen smells like weed. Well, 
may, hopefully one day that's okay. Well, and I think as people like Chrissy come on board and get introduced to cannabis and they, they bring on these new mentalities of like, wait, or we're why just does this so, even have a bad stigma? We're just well, so ignorant. Yeah. We don't know better. It's not that you're ignorant. It's just that you realize that it's just a plant. It's just. Yeah. Right. This is just uh, how this smells. I bring in lavender and my house is going to smell like lavender. Right. You just right? don't want to like fumigate your house with cannabis. <laughs> it's not going to smell great. What is your favorite strain? Do you have a favorite strain right now? This is very tough. I really do. I love Jack Herrera yeah. in an oil. That mm, I did love Mad Max too. Oh my gosh, Mad Max was really great. I put that in an oil and it's been a while. Fatso is one that I really loved. And then the last one I had was uh, Jack Herrera too. So those are, those are the three that really stood out to me. Okay. And I know they're different. Mad Max, I think is a hybrid. Yep. It might be more a sativa or, mm-hmm. and then, and Jack Herrera is a sativa. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if, but it, if I smoke it as well as take the pills, I get a little bit too anxious feeling. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, when I take sativa oil, I'll try indica vape to, is that weird? Or to kind of like balance out, not to get too um, jittery, I guess. Cause I can get really anxious really easy. Talk about the capsules. You put them in cat. Did we talk? We, we didn't talk no, about she puts she, them in capsules. You just mentioned too. that you've oh, got yeah. capsules. Are yeah. they big capsules? Little? No, they were just regular capsules. Um, you know, just like a regular little yeah, like like gelatin, veggie capsule. Gelatin, veggie, yeah. veggie, you get them on Amazon huh. or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I made um I made MCT oil like the same as I always do. Uh-huh. And then I just got a little set up and I filled capsules and then I did the math to figure out exactly how much each capsule was. And it came to around 10 to 15 milligrams of capsule, I believe. And so then I could calculate, I'm going to take this many capsules and see how I feel for the next four hours. And then I'll try it again at noon and see, you know, but, and I usually can tell when it wears off. I don't realize it's happening, but I get really cranky and tired. And then also I'll I'm like, Chrissy, you need more oh, capsules. I know. It's so, it's such a smooth <laughs> decline though. You know, when, like when you come off, let's say Adderall, because I take Adderall for my ADHD, much harder crash, you mm-hmm. know? And, and with cannabis, it's like you kind of ease down into it. Yeah. Everything hurts and you're a little more grumpy, but it's not like all of a sudden. Right. And that's actually really nice. I don't think people talk about that part of it enough. So are you, are you, you have a time of day where you're done taking cannabis hmm. because know. you know, oh, if I take this at eight o'clock at night, then I'm going to be up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. I've never really tough. thought about that. It's tough because I, I wasn't sleeping a lot. I was working. And so I was very motivated and I, and I would take it all the time. So now I'm trying to figure out because now I'm getting a little bit more sleep at night. Like over the last <laughs> week, I'm like, okay, let's balance this. And, uh, so now I'm, I'm still kind of trying to figure out when a good time is, you know, I don't know. Cause no, if no I want right to go to bed, I just work until I'm tired. So I do not pay enough attention to time. <laughs> it's really bad. This is what it's and like when you're, married to and you're working at home. So it's yeah. like, endless, when does it end? Yeah, it's endless, a nightmare. Endless you're, availability. Chris is so your, patient. Your employers love you. I, They're like, I hope so. Oh, uh, don't worry. She's always working. I am. A, I've always called myself an on-call designer. So there you have it. What would you tell somebody? This is a question I like to ask people that come through here, Chrissy, is, is people that are listening. Cause I know there's a lot of people listening that are thinking about starting cannabis or thinking about, you know, should I get my card? Should I start doing this? What would you tell somebody who maybe was like you a year and a half ago where you were nervous, mm-hmm. where you were, you, go back further. 
whatever it was, what would you tell somebody who's thinking about it? They're apprehensive. They don't know where to start, but they're nervous. Personally, for me, if, if you're someone like me who you really do, like, I can only really see it as medicine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't really think I've gotten high, high. Like I've never really gone that far with it. Cause I don't think, <laughs> no, I, I don't think my brain likes that. <laughs> Maybe I have once or twice, but if, if someone wants to think about it more medicinally, like the way I do, I would say, go get 2.5 milligram. They probably don't make that five milligram. No, they do. Do they make that spray or the spray? Yeah. Get a really tincture. You can, you can dial it down to 2.5 milligrams. Yeah. And, and do a one-to-one CBD or a one-to-two. So it's one THC to two CBD. Try a low THC slowly Mm -hmm. and just see how you feel every couple of hours. And you have to kind of pay attention to when it helps you feel good. And then when you start to go back down, so you can assess how much you might need at what time. That sounds like a lot of work, but it's, it's actually kind of fun. If you can give yourself permission or somebody gives you permission to do, to experiment with it in that way and you don't feel guilty, then I feel like it's that's huge. the then you can do the work to figure it out. But it's got to be okay. You've got to be able to take it and not Think bad about yourself. Yeah, Yeah. not worry about, not not just about the THC, not worry about how it, how it is perceived to you to be using this thing. Yes. You you got to realize it's going to be okay. Like this, this is why I'm a patient. And if someone has a problem, come talk to me. Like, you know, I mean, but you do, it's hard to give yourself that permission. Yeah. Especially in, this is a society or an area that we live in that has a little bit more strong of an opinion against it. You know, Mm -hmm. no, I would say start small because if I took 2.5 milligrams when I first started, that would just, that would have knocked me out. I would have gone nuts. Like that was way too much. And so I really worked up super slow and now it's like thirties, nothing, or it's not nothing, but it's the perfect uh, dose I need to feel very stable and calm. Yeah. And I'd qualify that too. People out there who are thinking, wow, 30 milligrams, you've increased your tolerance, you're using too much, you should have stayed at 10 milligrams. And I worry That's about that. That's not true. It's just not true. People sometimes need to build up the tolerance so they can take more. So there is some research that would show you your therapeutic dose is not dependent on how high you get in the beginning. You're working up to where you're feeling better. And sometimes you got to build up tolerance so that you can take 20 milligrams because that might be the, that might be the sweet spot. Yeah. And that takes some time. I mean, I talk to patients all the time who are taking literally one drop of tincture to start with, and then they're taking two drops and then they're taking three drops and they're working up to where they can tolerate it. And it's starting to get them the relief they want, but it's not, maybe maybe a tincture is a good way to go. Yeah. Tinctures are gummies are yummy. (laughs) <laughs> Gummies. Tagline. I've heard edibles TM, TM, you can become quite uh, tolerant of them very quickly. Yeah. Uh, they convert yeah. over in the liver and they yeah. become almost stronger in some people. Yeah. See, and, and that's, that is a huge thing though that I worry about. And I think a lot of people like me might worry about, I'm like, holy crap, my tolerance has gone up so much. Is it going to keep doing this? Is mm-hmm. it like a hockey stick? See, and I don't think it's that high. Like what? Well, because you can take high, 30 milligrams it's high now for and it doesn't. Me. For me, I feel like it's it affects point, me differently than it used to. Yeah, or at least I. F- I don't know. We could come up with, with ways better. to like define tolerance, but I think your tolerance is too high if you can't afford it. <laughs> Definitely. 
you, if you can't take a break once in a while. I think it's important for people to be able to take a little bit of a break. I think that's just more of a psychological thing. Like, oh, man, I got to take a break. I, right. I got to take know. a couple of days. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, it's so good though. You know, yep. when it hits your lips. Well, <laughs> it is, it is sometimes really nice, even just as a reminder, like, this is how I feel normal. Take two or three days and be like, wow. This, this is, is why, this I, is, you know, yeah, this is why I need cannabis. Yeah, like, it, it helps reaffirm good. that you're sure. doing the right thing for yourself. Sure. And then but, you're spending less money and you're and maybe you can refresh. Maybe we need to build in like refresh camps. Ooh, right? A couple of days where you can do some things. You can do some self-exploration, find out how pissed off you are <laughs> not having cannabis. Like a detox center. Or but something. you're in the middle of the woods. So when you're screaming, no one can hear you. And then, but then you can reward yourself by using half as much on day three and having just as good of effect. That's actually a really great idea for, especially for people who really need more guidance to learn how to take breaks. Like here's a retreat, learn how to take a break and go back, you know, work your way back up. Work your way back up. Yeah. I like that. I like the, I like the idea of growing your own, being able to grow a few different strains Try them out in your kitchen, especially. That is like the thing. I, every time I make stuff, I'm like, Chris, I cannot wait till I can grow this. Yeah. I just want to grow it. Like, well, I think you, you would know? put it in more food if you could. Oh, you totally. Know, I would eat it. Well, sure, because a plant would grow bread, whatever. You know, a pound or two pounds yeah. or five pounds. Some of the plants just make a ton. Yeah. And so much more affordable. So much more. With it, yeah. And like, I'm super into the, I'm super fascinated by the effects of raw, uh, raw cannabis mm-hmm. and, and like the health benefits of it. I would just love to be able to test it in my own kitchen someday. It'll, I, I mean, I think it'll happen. I think so too. I'm just saying I can't wait until, cause it will happen. Just might take a minute. I'm, uh, I'm glad we finally were able to record with you. Oh, Finally thanks. able to get you on the thanks podcast. Thanks for letting so me come on. And, uh, this has been really fun. Yeah. It really, yeah. this ho- was more like just hanging out. Hopefully we, we've enlightened some listeners, opened some eyes with, with uh, the possibilities of edibles and, and tinctures. And, yeah, man. And, and I don't know that. anything, but hit me up if, you know, maybe I said something that you have a question about. I don't Let's know. send people yeah. to your, to your Instagram. A lot. I know a lot of our listeners are on Instagram. Lady Salt Lake is your mm-hmm. Instagram, right? Yeah. Lady, Lady Salt Lake. Salt- Latest? That's a cocky name. No, it just, it, it was cute. I'm like, it's yeah, cute. I like it. Um, thanks. I, but I obviously disclaimer, not an expert. Call Tim. Tim's an expert. <laughs> no, I just really, re- I'm really obsessed with research and, and science and it's just like a nerdy outlet. So I love to find answers. If you have a question, I would love to find the answer if I have time. I think that it's a community. Yeah. None of us are really yeah, experts. We're, we're all really learning together. We're all learning, I like yeah. that. I like right? that. Like yeah. I can shed some insight on certain things and, and you can help people with the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Any final words you want to leave with the listeners, Chrissy? Any, anything you want to ask? Final things you want to ask her, Tim? Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hey, thanks for letting me come on. And I gonna, feel like I'm one of the cool kids now. And you can listen to Chrissy on, on our other podcast. I am Salt Lake. She co-hosts that with me on there. So go If you listen. can't get enough of my ramblings here. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lady Salt Lake is, is your Instagram. Uh, Facebook, you can connect with you. Uh, yeah. Chrissy at I am Salt Lake. Chrissy. Oh, yeah. Chrissy at I am Salt Lake. K-R-I-S-S-I-E. And uh, find Chris. Yeah. And then you'll find me. Reach We're always to together. 
make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and whatever podcast app you listen to podcasts in. Leave us a review. Uh, we'd love to hear that. We're here every week. We got a brand new episode every Friday, 4:20 a.m. It comes to your podcast app. So make I sure love to subscribe. That you do that, by the way, that's and, still my favorite. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast, please, please, please reach out to Tim or myself. Let us know what you got going on. Let us know what you would like to come on and talk about too. You know, if there's a subject uh, that you're like, hey, I'd love to bring this out and 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 let people know about this. Let us know because I'm sure we're pretty open. Anything else you want to add real quick? Stay safe out there.